Welcome to the first episode of I Don't Work Here Lady. I hope you enjoy. Guy attempted to assault me because I didn't deliver to him first. Story by Crazer Razor. So I work for one of many self-employable delivery apps that deliver food for various restaurants. On this particular day, I had gotten assigned to orders that were relatively close to each other. So I picked up the first order and get the second too. The first order, of course, gets dropped off first. It took me about 10 minutes to get to the first address and drop off the order. Except I couldn't drop it off immediately since I had to hand it to the customer. This took an additional 5 minutes since it took them forever to answer the door. Once that had been completed, I was on the way to the next address. So I get to the next house to drop off this order and this one also requests that I hand it directly to the customer. So I go to knock on the door and the following encounter ensues. A lady answers the door, about 5 apostrophe 8, she was a bit taller than me, blonde, and kinda youngish looking. She has this look on her face like I was someone who had just kicked a puppy or something. She crosses her arms and says. Lady, took you long enough. We saw you go all over the place except for her to drop our food off. Care to explain? I was kinda shocked, but using my best customer service voice, replied. Me, sorry, ma'am. I had been assigned two orders and I was instructed to go with the first order first since it was closer I assume. If there is an issue, you can contact, insert delivery app's name, support and they can try to work with you. She was not happy with this. She then tells me that she wants her order remade and wants it for free. Or she will call the restaurant and have me fired. She had been very rude to this point and I really don't want to help her further. Me, ma'am. I don't work for the restaurant. I am an independent contractor. I am so sorry. But there is nothing I can do. After that statement, she became irate. She started to clap her hands and she told me, okay. You wait right here. I got something for you. I decided it was time to leave. Before I could completely get off the front porch, her husband came out. She was wearing a wedding ring, so I only assumed at the time. This would be confirmed later, he is at least six feet even and started to scream at me to hold it right there. Now for further context, I have trained in multiple martial arts and self-defense for years. I heard this man come out and yell, I immediately turned to face him because you never want someone who is potentially aggressive to have your back. I am still backing up, but now I have turned to face him, only feet away.
Apparently, a neighbor across the street had a ring camera and it also captured the incident with video and some audio. The cops then let me go. They got my info and told me that my story seemed straight. I pressed charges against him and was told by the cops they would call me if they had more questions. Not the radio station, or TV station, or building supply store, or a bank, or the defunct pool and spa business. Story by Hydrogeology. This was back in the 1990s when we moved into a new apartment in another city. We got our new phone number, before caller ID, and thought it was really cool. Our new number was like 999-5600. In those days, you didn't have to dial the area code unless it was a long distance. It was so easy to memorize and we gave it out to all our friends and relatives. This very cool new number was only cool until we started getting a barrage of calls day and night. The pop radio station had a number 999-6500. We got a lot of calls for requests, information, and contests. This same number had originally been the number for a pool and spa business that went belly up. We got a lot of their calls asking for chemicals and services. The number for a building supply store was 989-5600. We got their calls. The number for a local TV station was 999-2600. We didn't get their calls as often, except for a summer when they were having a contest during the afternoon cartoons. They told the kiddies to call in to qualify for a prize package. We actually got so many calls to our line, it knocked it out of service for two days. You would think we would have changed the number but we were just starting out and had no money to spare. Ma Bell wanted $50 to make the change. It might as well have been $5,000. We kept the number. One time, we had a teeny bop girl who was trying to call the radio station to request Michael Jackson's Beat It. I answered the phone and she made her request. I said she had the wrong number. She said, sorry, and hung up. Immediately, the phone rang again. Same girl. I said she still had the wrong number. She hung up and immediately the phone rang again. She must have simply been hitting redial. By that time, I knew who it was so I answered, Domino's Pizza, she said she had the wrong number and hung up. The phone rang again. I picked up, changed my voice, and said, A1 paint and glass. She seemed confused, apologized, and hung up. Ring. I changed my voice again and said, Mayhab's Mortuary, can I help you? She just hung up. The phone rang again. This time my spouse came in and asked what was going on. I quickly told the story and gave it over the phone. FBI, Agent Haskins speaking on a recorded line, girl gasped and hung up very quickly. The phone rang again. I picked up and said, Domino's Pizza. Again. This time the girl said she had been trying to reach the radio station and kept getting different people. I said maybe her phone was broken and she should tell her parents when they came home they needed to buy a new phone and asked if she wanted to order a pizza. She said she didn't need a pizza and would tell her parents. She didn't call back, but to this day, 30 years later, as an inside joke to my family, we'll still answer the phone Domino's Pizza. After getting all these wrong number calls, we bought a newfangled device called an answering machine. It held a short message in volatile RAM memory that we recorded to say, without giving our names, that we were not home. Because it had volatile memory, if there was a power failure, the greeting message was wiped and had to be re-recorded. We still got messages for all the people calling for businesses. We changed the message so it said this was not a business but a personal residence and to leave a message. This helped, but it's amazing how many people didn't listen and just left a message. We had one little old lady who thought she had the bank and asked us to move some money from one account to another and left both her account numbers and social security number. 
We did call her back and let her know she had the wrong number and that she shouldn't do that because it was insecure. We heard a silly commercial for canned answering machine greetings. There was one little rap that started, I'm glad you called, but I'm not home, but I'll be back before too long. We'd memorized it from the TV commercials and recorded it ourselves. It was shortly after this that we started getting random messages from one man who would leave really bizarre and creepy voicemails. They were not necessarily threatening but very odd and disturbing. Remember, this was in the days before the caller ID. I was working a very late swing shift and my spouse was living and working over 100 miles away, coming home only a couple of times a month for a weekend. There was a time stamp on the messages and they were coming in any time between 10pm and 2am. I would sometimes pick up the phone to hear heavy breathing. I assumed it was the same guy and would just hang up. He only left a message or said anything to the answering machine. After a few months of this, there was a power failure. I needed to re-record the greeting in a hurry before I left for work and just used, we are not the radio station, TV station, or any other business. If you're calling for us on this private line, please leave a message. A couple of nights later, I got a call at 3.30 in the morning and it was our creepy caller. He actually said, what happened to your answering machine message? I had been woken up and was half hazy and I said it had to be re-recorded because of a power failure. Guy said, I've only been calling to hear your message. Bye. We never heard from him again. We had that number for about 12 years and then we moved into a new area and got a new number. Now, we only get calls from one of the local Home Depot stores. It never stops with us. Short Mom Thinks I Am a Student. Story by Evan A. Hall. Backstory, I have a DJ business that I've had since I was a sophomore in high school about 13 years ago, in the Rockies of that one high state USA. I recently moved away from my hometown to the land of many lakes and decided to continue the business here. About a week ago I get a call from a friend asking about a job at a high school graduation party, I agreed it's easy money, I even undercharged because I love what I do. Before I start I do not fit into the area, I am a big 6'4 plus 300 pounds, tatted, and I speak with a twang that I got from hanging out with too many Hispanics family and ranchers. The people in this secluded puddle town are Finnish. Anyways I showed up at 430 after the graduation ceremony to start setting up my equipment in the high school gym. I was doing the grunts shuffle while people were taking pictures and mingling outside. Well after I do my sound check, get my table set up, song list ready and everything else I need to start the night, I go to change. I usually like to dress nice, not a suit and tie, but good clean jeans and a button down. After coming out of the bathroom, I talked with the vice principal since he was the one who helped me with the paperwork side of the job. We talk about school districts since I used to work for one in the colorful state, and our love of motorcycles. K short mom, SM for short. SM comes power walking up to me digs a finger in my chest and tells me it's too early for you to start showing up now you need to leave and come back at 6 when everything is set up. At first, I was kind of speechless and mad for some reason. I'm used to being yelled at and cursed out from previous jobs as a security officer, but since moving here I've only had the Midwest passive-aggressive confrontations, and this short mama Blanca threw me for a loop. I look at the vice principal and he just smiles and steps back, looking back I think he was curious to see what I was going to do, or he didn't want to get involved with small now I have two tattoos visible on my arms, they are very noticeable. A sword on one arm, I was young and dumb, and a butterfly on my other wrist for my grandma. I also have a full beard, if anything I look older than the VP since he was clean-shaven and probably could be my older brother. Ma'am I she cuts me off don't call me ma'am, all I want to hear is your footsteps leaving and coming back at 6 if I hadn't been desensitized to people's attitude for so long I probably would have just walked off or tried to get the VP to explain I am not a student but do technically work for the school at the moment. 
my muscle memory kicked in and my arms went from folded to on my hips. SM did not like this, she starts laying into me, asking me who my parents were, and how lazy her daughter's classmates were we've done so much as parents for you guys and we don't even get a thank you. I was half tempted to give her my mom's phone number, who is currently living in the land of entrapment, she would get a kick out of it, and probably play along with me. Finally, she just told me to leave. I had an idea. I said okay I went to my equipment that I just spent a lot of time setting up and started packing up. SM yells from across the gym what the hell are you doing? That isn't yours I calmly told the lady that the system is indeed mine and that have receipts and pictures of when I built it, to prove that it is mine. She was having none of it. Enter an event organizer let's call her Tammy, not their real name, and friend. Tammy what's going on here? Op why are you packing up? Well this lady here told me to leave, and I don't just let my equipment stay where I don't know SM that's not yours, and I can prove it. She picks up one of the business cards that I have on the table next to my laptop, takes out her phone, and starts calling the number on my card. Her third or fourth clue should have been that my phone number's area code is still in Colorado not Minnesota. My phone starts buzzing and I answer it. This is op with DJ Business Sound and Music Services, how may I help you today SM looked pissed. I don't know if I just struck a chord or if her little angel's graduation pushed her over the edge enough but I could almost see the steam behind her eyes and leaking through her ears. She spun on her heel and stomped off. The VP who was lurking in the shadows was laughing, the jerk was sitting on the bleachers literally rolling on the floor laughing his finish butt off. My friend asked me what that was about and I told her that if that's how all the parent chaperones were going to treat me, I should have doubled the price. They laughed, VP laughed, I laughed, the soundboard laughed, it was a fun time. I've been chuckling at the woman's own denseness the last couple of days, I couldn't have planned or done anything to improve the outcome any better. Anyways congratulations to all seniors this year, and don't forget, an apple a day may keep the doctor away, but a Karen may need something that can reach faster speeds. Thank you for joining me on this new subreddit, and I hope to see you on the next. Till then, have a great day.